There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707, give or take two minutes. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome to the Global Ultra Studios. It's the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McCurney, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Higgistrow, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. Come on in, friends. The water is warm in the EDF group text inbox. 314-881-TMA5, call in 636-9004-TMA, or email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, I wanted to get to the Cardinals, but Doug, you wanted to lead with Cletus making a decision on playing the senior tees. Uh, for the Jay Randolph Jr. Oh, Michelob Ultra Fan Page Club Championship. Uh, okay. He issued that uh, proclamation yesterday, and you were a bit surprised and, and said mm-hmm. you'd like to lead with that, despite the fact that the Cardinals have now won... Seven of eight, is it? Something, something like... Yeah, I've, I've changed my tune. I now think this uh, Fan Page Club Championship is probably the most important golf tournament of the year at any level of golf. Hey, uh, did something catch on fire in the dugout I missed that. <laughs> I don't know. Yep, there you go. Okay. The toughest loss of the year in 2011. <laughs> Brush fire question. Yeah. You're, you're just not going to get that at Yankee Stadium or Fenway. Well, usually if there's a fire in your dugout, you see it, don't you? Or here. Well, Corey, it. Corey Patterson was acquired as a, yeah. as a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Well, they wanted yeah, a fire starter. Somebody get something going. I guess maybe that good hot. Remember that song from nineteen ninety seven, Prodigy? Was it ninety six? I don't know the years, Tim. Prodigy. I'm a fire starter. Okay. Two is so, fire starter. What is this talk about? Cletus going to play the senior tees? Oh, now? I apologize. Uh, you're acting like you don't know. Uh, Cletus is going to play the senior tees when we have our matchup in the round of thirty two. Okay. And that means he's only going to get pops on one, no, three, five. And is it 13? I don't know. I just don't. But he went out there and walked the course and says he gets an advantage, uh, in particular, on the front nine by using the senior tees. And so he has decided that that's what he's going to go with, sacrificing what he said would have been two other pops for that oh. distance. Can uh, a fellow do that hole by hole, or do you make a decision all senior tees or no senior tees? All senior tees or no senior tees. Oh. Well, all right, then. That is big news. That's huge. Bam, I'm surprised I didn't see that on, on TV or reading the paper this God. morning. Corey Patterson was big terrible miss. for the Cardinals. 
You're really trying to steer Jeez. this conversation away from the golf, aren't you? No, I don't. I, I mean, I don't I, mind. Uh, I didn't know this in the league. I just didn't think it was going to be a, a Corey Patterson Tuesday. I didn't know he even played for the Cardinals. Redbirds on a here, coming off an 18-1 win, and there's Doug sitting in Brewer Blue. I'm blaming tonight's loss on him. Oh. That's from a new ball eligible. So the Cardinals are going to lose tonight, and it's because of the blue you are wearing. I would think so. I would think this would inspire the Milwaukee brunch, bunch. Yeah, I don't think they can come back from that. Do you think Yelich is watching the show right now? Probably. Why wouldn't he? What is that, PGA Tour? Is that, I think so. Yeah. There's a golf logo on there. Yeah. Like a TPC Sawgrass? I don't know. It's just a blue shirt I found in my closet. Very suspicious. I didn't do it to inspire the Brewers. But yet, here they They could do something to inspire them. Doug, it's as simple as this. Nolan Arenado. He gets hot. The Cardinals get hot. Everybody gets hot. No. Home runs in four games in a row for him now. RBIs in five in a row. Nolan Gorman looks like the best hitter the club has ever had. He looks like a young Albert Pujols now. He's got 33 RBIs. He's only played 37 games. Almost a ribby a game. He's a regular yet, Hack Wilson. And yet he still needs to sit on the bench from time to time. Unbelievable. But play the man! Don't ever sit him again! If he ever sits again, we ought to all lose our minds. He's probably the second best hitter on the ball club next to Goldie. Maybe third behind Arenado when he gets hot, but he's right up there. Blame! He's only 23. He's hitting the hell out of the baseball. Every nice. night he ought to be in there. Hold somebody again. I'm ready to hold people accountable. Who's making out the lineup card? Is that Ollie? Is that Mo? Who's doing it? Get him in there every night, every single night. <laughs> Right-hander, left-hander, both-hander. I don't care. Both-hander. Just play him. I mean, his 162-game average currently is 31 bombs, 87 ribbies. That's pretty good. 87, or he's got 33 ribbies in 37 The math games. doesn't work. The, I'm talking to add the two years he's had out of the Cardinal. Oh, and right. oh, he's on a pace this year to drive in 100 runs. Yeah, he's... And he doesn't looking, play every night. He looks phenomenal. I don't care if he struggles a little bit against lefties. All the left-handed hitters struggle a little bit against the left-handers, don't they? Most of them do. I just felt the way that the Team USA roster is built, they would have to outscore their opponents to win. <laughs> Gosh, that's good analysis. Gosh, it is. <laughs> he said that with a straight face, didn't he? You think afterwards he goes, oh, my God, what did I just say? Probably <laughs> If he, if he had said something like outslugged or something, you could kind of understand it. Meaning he didn't think the pitching was very good. They were going to have to score lots of runs to win. That's what he meant. But when you say it like they're going to have to outscore their opponents to win, it comes across as a little simplistic. Uh, I don't know what the bigger story is, the Cardinals scoring 18 runs last night or the performance Jack Flaherty had. Uh, it looked like all hell was about to break loose. He was getting booed in the first inning. Oh. Uh, the STL Today commenters had a section. And then uh, Wilson Contreras' brother comes up, Doug. Base is loaded. Says yeah. hello to his brother. Going, oh, I thought you were an outfielder. Oh. And then he grounds into the old 5-4-3 and says, how do you do, Jack Flaherty? Yeah, the old Hoover Hoover. Pitcher's best friend, Herbert Hoover. Depression era president. Yeah. I didn't see the first inning, but... Oh, that's where he was getting food. Uh, But then Jack Flaherty went off. Well, I wouldn't have seen this as a possibility. Ten strikeouts, seven innings. God bless America. How about that? Seven innings. He didn't allow a run. 
three hits, only two walks, which should have been another issue for him, and 10 strikeouts. What in God's name? I well, would bet against that all day long. I think Contreras probably took an internet class on how to catch. Are they doing on those? The road like trip? a master class? Like Johnny Bench. Like he, I think he used pay. to be the baseball bunch. Remember that? And Tommy yes. Lasorda was dressed up as a genie. Yeah. I guess you can go to the University of Phoenix maybe and take a quickie catcher course. Probably what he did on the road trip, and now he can catch again, and now Flaherty can pitch again. So hold nice on a second. While the Cardinals were in Chicago and Boston, yes, Wilson Contreras went online. University of Phoenix. Catching course. Mm-hmm. It's taught by Johnny Bench and Tony, Tommy Lasorda dressed as a genie. Yeah. And in seven days, he became the second coming of Pudge Rodriguez. Is there any other explanation? No. Okay. Makes sense to me. But the, the Flaherty performance was probably more important than the 18 runs because you get those two or three times a year. One team or other explodes for a lot of runs. But if you can get Flaherty back to anything close to that for most of his start, then you've really got something. Didn't even, I mean, didn't even think it was a possibility. Now, the last time we saw Jack Flaherty, it was Wrigley Field, and he was none too pleased. Sounded <laughs> like him and Derek Gould were going to scrap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still don't know what to make of that. But, uh, Jackson, <laughs> you sent me audio that says Flaherty's thoughts on his outing, as well as a cheeky little nod to the velo question last week. Do you have a problem oh. with an American saying yeah. a cheeky little nod? That's an English saying. Don't bring it up in here. You've been spending too much time on those U.K. websites. Yeah, No such thing as too much time on those bad boys. Cheeky. Uh, but the cat kind of brings it up, and he uh, gives a little cheeky little nod. Doug, it's a cheeky okay. little I, nod. I wish you'd stop talking Didn't like Larry that. Didn't Larry Nichols say something about cheeky? Didn't we have an advertiser when Larry was doing Monkey ask- Shoulder. Uh, monkey yeah, Shoulder. Monkey, yeah, Chop Chop Cheeky. <laughs> it's right. Cheeky. No, it's pretty rally. Something like a cheeky Doug, little union. Doug, here is a uh, okay. cheeky little nod All from right. Jack Flaherty. Take a listen. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Yeah. It's just a place to start. Go from there and, uh, you know... You kind of see it with all of our all of our starters. Miles has turned it around, you know, whatever however his start was this season. He had a good one yesterday, and you just want to build off that as the starters. You know, we, we know that we're going to piggyback off each other once somebody puts together, you know, a real good one, and he did that yesterday, and I was able to build off that. So, you know, each and every guy is just continuing to get better, and all, you know, um, and it's just about continuing to, you know, piggyback off each other, which is something we've been able, you know, we're going we're gonna to do. We know we going to do it, and it's just, uh, you know, one after the other, and it's kind of been with this, this whole team kind of piggybacking off each other. I mentioned velocity. I think I saw you smile a little bit. I, okay. Of course, Jim. I, you know. You know how it is. We're good. Cheeky. Very wow. cheeky. Wow. Water Very cheeky. He said piggyback a few times too many. How many you would you like? I think three, he said it. Maybe three times piggyback. That, that's fine. But you would have preferred... Oh, you're the boy time. pig. Oh. So if Matt's gives up eight runs, then... The next pitcher will give up eight. They just piggyback off their performance. I, I guess. Piggyback, piggyback. I guess, yeah. I, I didn't have any trouble with what he said. It's just that he used the word piggyback an awful lot. And it doesn't come up very frequently. I did. Man, he looked so good. And I thought after the first, I, I, th- I threw out a little post on the fan page after the first inning. Uh-oh, it was the post. What would you say? Hey, Contreras is a really bad pitcher. Oh, <clears> gosh. <throat> But then, Larry, you are the cooler man. You, you, you come out with something, up. and immediately whatever you're saying <laughs> changes. And like, yeah, Goldschmidt or Arenado hit that bomb, then Goldschmidt <laughs> hit that liner, and then it's over. No. I mean, that game was over. I don't know what this means, but I guess I didn't see the headline. I read Ben Fredrickson's column this morning, uh, but this is in reference to Derek Gould. 
The story of the day is Gould's headline describing Flaherty's outing as artful. Shade aplenty. That's from Felix Jose's Dirty Boy Panties. Oh, what there? Felix Jose. What? He, he was acquired for Willie McGee in 1990. Yeah. Am I correct? He could hit the ball 500 feet. <laughs> Not that often, but when he connected, good Lord, did he hit it a long way. You always describe him as a, as a Glen Allen Hill. Remember Glen Allen Hill? Yes. He hit a ball across yeah. the street onto the roof at another uh-huh. building in Wrigley. Yeah. Jamie, that's okay. Say that again. I want to say that again. <laughs> You calling him out? <laughs> so when he says artful, he meant to say he wasn't throwing very hard? No, last <laughs> week Jack said he didn't understand the art of pitching. Yeah. Oh. That's the way the game goes. So you, so you, that's that's the way that you go about the game. We don't know that unless we ask, Jack. We don't know. Well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. Can I say that again? <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't say art, so I don't know what artful would... He did earlier in that clip. Oh, did he? Yeah. It's a oh. long clip, so I don't know if I could find it randomly, <clears throat> but yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Derek took a shot. So the headline, I've gone to STL today now to take a gander, is Jack Flaherty's artful 10-strikeout dominance leads Cardinals to 18-1 romp versus the Brewers. What I would tell you is, historically, writers say that they are not responsible for the headlines. Yeah. So I don't know if that would be... Uh, Derek's work. Yeah, around. they can suggest him, I think, but I don't, there, I don't think they have the last word on it. I think, but was somebody, that cheeky? Is this headline cheeky? Extremely Super cheeky. cheeky. Yeah. Oh, Very that much was cheeky. Good back and forth. I think with Flaherty, assuming that he's somewhat healthy, the key is probably like it is for a lot of athletes, just confidence, just starting to feel it, getting out of the first inning, then starting to get some outs, and then building your confidence, and then you've. You know, you can build on that. But if you go out there and you're not confident, you're worried about every little thing that's going to happen, it's hard to be really effective. In any in any part of the game, as a defensive player, if you're thinking, gosh, I hope they don't hit it to me, don't hit it to me, then you got to figure that guy's probably going to boot it. Yeah, if you're a major leaguer and you're thinking that, whew. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals are now six and a half games out of first place, 17 and 25, and Doug just a game and a half behind those dangerous Cincinnati Reds. How do you do? And they, they still have the worst record in the National League. That's right. And yet, right now, wouldn't you kind of think that they're one of the favorites to win the division? Yes. That's why I've been yeah. monitoring this damn futures market. And it did get... What did we were saying last Thursday, Jackson? That it got up to 750? Mm-hmm. And then it dropped back down to 350. I'm going to take it. This is all Bovada, by the way, when people ask. It's now down to 330. Brewers are minus 130, and even though the Cardinals are in last place, they are the second favorite to win the National League Central. The, the World Series m- market has moved as well. Three days ago, they were plus 5,000. Doug, now they're down to plus 4,000 to win the World mm-hmm. Series. And to win the National League, yeah. the Cardinals are seventh at plus 2,200. Who do you think is the favorite to win the World Series? Go. Tampa? No. That's why it was such a great question on my part. Dodgers? About me. No. Atlanta. Braves. That's right. Okay. Atlanta got it all, man. Well, so does Tampa's. Tampa's 31 and 11. Yep, they got it all too, Doug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think they the most run- take Atlanta on a seven-game series. Tampa scored the most runs in the American League and allowed the fewest runs in the American League. Well, they're a group of guys you've never heard of. Right. Minus, minus uh, Randy Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
I wish people would have patience. I've been saying it all season. We will win the Central. Fans can be so critical. That's from Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Oh. See, I don't – I get that. That game was fantastic, and this little run has been phenomenal. But you see what the team can do at its worst, too. And if you don't – you don't know what the starting pitching is going to be. You would assume they're going to add, but you don't know what you're going to give up for that. Is it going to be the current guys on the roster? Is it prospects? What have you. I wouldn't, I mean, I still I think we're a little bit too far back to go, oh, I told you so. Well, it was Chairman Stephen Wildwood. And I love Steve, love Steve. Well, you know he was being sarcastic oh, because okay. he is the person who has a heart attack on 101 ESPN <laughs> mocking the, you know, situation yeah. that oftentimes takes place in the market. Pretty much everybody was in panic mode, though. But the, the, the fact that we have so much emotion towards the team is part of the reason why they draw 40,000 almost every night. People love, they live and die with the Cardinals here. You wouldn't want the fan base just to go, okay, last place, who cares? Let's not go. Uh, you don't get that here. Well, two thoughts on that. First off, they still have the worst record in the National League, so this has not become the 2011 or 2006 Cardinals yet. Secondarily, uh, I think a lot of people are saying it's confusing because the lineup is too good to be performing like they are offensively. And that is what has really changed. But in the last two games in particular, they got great outings from two guys who were bad uh, at the start of the season. Michaelis has only uh, Michaelis has been on a relative heater over his last six starts. It doesn't look great because they didn't win all those games, so it maybe flew under the radar. But Flaherty's start is the one that you go, wow, that that I didn't even know was possible at this point for him. Ten strikeouts, seven innings, no runs. I mean, that's that's. Not something that I thought was within his range. Especially well, then you don't understand the art of pitching. I do not understand the art of pitching. Say that again. Nurse? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I missed it. Just, yeah, just kind of call back there. In case I want to go outside the Wrigley Clubhouse and start throwing <laughs> with a professional athlete. Yeah, with Flaherty, who's about 6'4", 220. Right. Yeah, good luck with that. That would be a good battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Really love to see that little crap. I don't think you would. I don't think it'd be a good battle. I can Doug update the Cardinals Vaughn index. That's from. Uh, let me. I'd have to do some math on that. Uh, how many runs they score last night? Eighteen. Eighteen, and they allowed one. So uh, 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 the Vaughn index would be a minus six point five. Oh wow! They're a minus six point five. Okay. Huh. That's where they are now with a record of seventeen and. 25 because... Well, they're six and a half games back of the Brewers. Brewers, is that how it works out? Yeah. Oh, that Vaughn index is right on that. Yeah. Well, it is very accurate. Yeah. It's an analytic that a lot of clubs are using now. They can do that instead of looking at the standings. So it's an analytic. It, it is. It's, it's absolutely an analytic. It's modern-day baseball science. Felix Jose's dirty boy panties says Derek Gould uses artful in the column as well. Now, I, as I said, I have not read his column, Doug. I don't know if you read his column. No. I have not. I read Ben Fredrickson talking about the Boo Birds. Uh, yes, indeed. After a series of starts that left him frustrated and facing questions about everything from his two-strike choices to zip on his fastball, Jack Flaherty delivered a concise answer. He let his pitching... Do the talking in an artful and overwhelming outing against the National League Central Division leading Milwaukee Brewers. Flaherty reunited with catcher Wilson Contreras and emerged from a foggy first inning to dominate over seven scoreless innings. And he said it with fire at heart. So he said artful. He did say artful. So I guess that was 
Doug, would you say that yeah. was hashtag shade? It, it could have been. It's all accurate. It was. But to use the artful after the yeah. art of, you don't understand the art of pitching. Yeah. Was it Say a that again? Oh. Nice. Want to go outside, Wrigley? <laughs> Beat the hell out of me. <laughs> you go about the game. We don't know that unless we ask, Jack. We don't know. Well, what. then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. You say that again? <laughs> <laughs> you want to say that again. <laughs> it gets better, I think, every time. It does. And we're going to oh. play that next year and the year after that. We and might. I think it may yeah. get better than, yeah. Felt like it was getting heated. I think it was. Uh, it's getting heated at Big St. Charles Motorsports with this uh, jet ski situation, Doug. you got to check it out. 2023 Kawasaki jet skis are now on clearance. Starting at $89.99 at Big St. Charles Motorsports. That's right, new. 2023 Kawasaki STX 160s are now only $89.99, down from an MSRP of 11399 Don't miss out on a savings of $2,400, class-leading acceleration, and advanced electronics. Come see us at Big St. Charles Motorsports today in St. Charles, Missouri. 2023 clearance Kawasaki inventory limited here at Big St. Charles. So don't miss out. Price doesn't include manufacturer surcharge. Add $400 for cash purchase. Offer subject to change without notice. Some restrictions may apply. See salesperson for details. Big St. Charles Motorsports located in I-70 at Cave Springs. It's Big St. Charles motorsports.com and if you're looking for jewelry for the special person in your life we would like to recommend glenn betts jewelers at i-270 in manchester about a mile east of there glenn betts jewelers the family's been doing it since 1941 and now third and fourth generation members of the family will be working with you at glenn betts jewelers in De pair online at glennbetsjewelers.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. So if you're in the market for an engagement ring, a gift for graduation, a gift for any significant family occasion, Go to Glenn Betts Jewelers at glenbetsjewelers.com, located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers. Support the sponsors. That's the name of the game. And speaking of supporting the sponsors, come out to Maggie O'Brien's tomorrow for the EDF Group Dotum pre-party. Doug, it is Dotum week. Uh, the greens are being softened yeah. by the, the precipitation we've experienced here over the last few days. Uh, do you anticipate scoring uh, to be high, both at Maggie O'Brien's and at Normandy? No, I think it'll be target practice. Nice because a, a lot of the players, a lot of the walruses that uh, that will flounder around out there, will will do a lot of pin seeking, nice. and the greens will hold their shots. Their long four and five irons to the green, they'll be right at the flag, I'm sure, and they'll stick right there. So this will help a lot of the a lot of the folks. So the think people are going to go low now. I'm just worried about carts on paths. Oh, oh boy, Bill! Have you seen some of those guys go to the? Luckily, they don't hit them straight. So, most of the time, their balls are by one cart path or the other. Well, that's the good. Be. I think that I think that today is the end of the precipitation. Iggy, are you seeing that same thing? I mean, there's no precipitation in the forecast after 9 a.m. today. That's what I'm seeing, Iggy. But and then Friday I got sunshine. Is, well, I think Friday's a little iffy. Oh well, no! No! Oh no! I don't know what your app has or what the weather has, but I got my app is garbage. Almost forty percent chance of rain. Forty percent temperature around eighty, but uh, mine says temperature around sixty-seven with no rain on Friday. 
That's what my app. Yeah, well, are you? Uh, Never mind. I'm on the province of Trieste, not St. Louis. Oh, oh you're Monte Carlo. My God! Yep. Wow, that was one of the most unrelatable that, things. Yep, that could have been uh, one of the bigger humble brags this yes. show has ever encountered. <laughs> what, what popped up? Usually, St. Louis pops up. Yes, I see that 50% chance of rain, high around 79. You're right on the money there, Iggy. How's the weather in Monte Carlo? Uh, uh, looks a lot better than here. How casual. It wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. The, the casual. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, like it could happen at any time. <laughs> you know, never know when I might be in the Mediterranean resort area. Yeah, I'm just covering my ass <laughs> after last year saying, it's all blown over. We're going to be fine. And then everybody's getting pelted. For like an hour and a half. Oh, that, that was, was a near-death experience for us. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah. I just hid in the cart barn. Mm-hmm. It was raining sideways, and picnic tables were flying through the air. Pizzas stolen. All the, yeah, pizzas being stolen by the truckload. Well, hopefully none of that again. Guys, we don't have pizza. W- weather reminds me of the Dotem preview video. That's from the Lake St. Louis Island boy. Jackson, uh, you posted the Dotem hole-by-hole preview video. Uh, and uh, while we were all recording it last week, uh, we were in the midst of a storm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. It was uh, the conditions weren't optimal, but you know what? We get it done. We right. get the work mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's available for your viewing pleasure at YouTube.com/tmastl. Yeah, okay. you can watch us live right now oh, and decide which one of us is the biggest boy slut. Vote. Oh, I can tell you. Who is it? Who? What? <laughs> Not me. After that Monte Carlo thing. Yeah, I kind of get the sense you've come back sexually liberated. I don't think so. (laughs) Bikinis, waxings, I bet you're all That was just me, yeah. You weren't talking about the women. No, I've never had a a bikini wax. Clip that off. You wouldn't have that done, would you? Oh, it'd be for money, but I certainly would. But man, that is a lot of toughs. Oh, yeah, there are ripped year- tufts, right? You're I mean, getting tufts ripped out of you. Yeah, those oh. are embedded tufts. Embedded tufts. For like 30 years, don't think they've been existing. Oh. Maybe not 30, but whenever. I don't know. When, when do you grow butt hair? Is it before? Oh. There's well, got to be before puberty. beard. Puberty, 13 or 14. Mm. Nonetheless, they've been there a while, so that would be a tough battle. Sure they have. It would be a tough for the worker. I feel so bad for them. Yeah. What a yeah. treat, though. God. To get your tufts out. <laughs> they said they put in a little plastic baggie, so you got like your little trophy case. Guys, you guys look like Jim Cantori battling a Category Five hurricane in that Normandy preview video. <laughs> it's from Alan. He's in Dadeville at the moment. Well, it was raining. Sure, it was. It was raining hard on us there for a while. Jackson and I got to number nine, and I go, "Oh my God!" Oh, I see it. I might be gone. I might be blowing away. Yeah, yeah. But Doug, we had to preview the golf course for the players so they knew what to hit. Yeah. Little thing called professionalism. Yep. We were given a job to do, so we were out there. And if we get a little bit wet, you know, sure, it's very miserable. But we soldiered through because we're we're leathernecks. That's correct. We'd be Navy SEALs if we chose a, that profession. But we wanted to craft journalism on HD two. Right. Could we be in the Green Beret program? Absolutely we could. But we chose the softer route of radio. And if you looked at me and Doug... Slowly got closer and closer together in the video because there's only one umbrella, yeah. <laughs> and it started to really come down. Mm-hmm. Hey Tim, if I bring my wife up to the lot tomorrow night, any chance you can run out and dump some Irish cream down her gullet? That's from oh. the recovering alcoholic from oh. Belleville and Webster Grove. Gosh, you think she heard that? <laughs> what would you think if she if she heard that? 
What's wrong with this fellow? And he does it daily. He dresses like P. Reed. Gosh, could you imagine writing that about your wife? <laughs> I never grew butt hair, Doug says. I'm the smoothest hat that he has ever worn. I'm the smoothest hat he has ever worn? That's from Big Ol' Fan. I, I don't get that. Even if you get waxed, it comes back, doesn't it? I mean, you're not pulling get lasered. La 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 lasered. Yeah, you're yeah, not pulling that hair out permanently. No, if you get it lasered, chances are it's not going to come back. Right. But just uh, putting that tape on there and ripping, that's just good for the summer. It's not tape, really. It's hot wax, right? No, something like that. Mm. Hey, dorks and Tim. What time does the dotum start on Friday? There's about 90 different posts about it on the fan pit, but none of them mm. says when it starts. There's 90 different posts asking when it starts? I haven't seen that. 10.30, I believe, isn't it? Yeah, 10.30. 10.30, I think, yeah. Donut driving in the morning? How do you do? Fine. Rockstar tacos for lunch? Sounds good. Rockstar smash burgers for the post-party? Uh, great. Michelob Ultra throughout the day. Uh, many of the sponsors are setting up to have uh, specific libations at their golf holes on the property. And um, portions of the proceeds going to the great Michael Wellington's charity, Birdies for Bipolar. You will see him on Thursday, Doug. Yeah. And I bet he'll be ball striking. Right. But you'll get a chance to have Jackson hit your shot on number five and the Plowhawk on number 12. Yeah. I'm triple fifth in Donut Drive-In. Are you going? What oh, are you going yeah. with? Do you have a particular... I'm going to do a, a couple of chocolate sprinkle. Mm. Um, definitely going to hit two jelly filled and probably a long john. Really? Cinnamon twist, maybe. Oh, I like the cinnamon twist. How many button. donuts are you going to have? Six at least. Six donuts. Got to get myself ready for the burgers. Oh. Yeah, you got to lay a foundation. Okay. Well, I'll try to be out there on, on 12 with you for a while. Uh, Keep you fed with the, more donuts. Are you going to bring a You'll bring a chair, right? A, a chair? Yeah. Probably not. You should. Why should I bring a chair? You'll be out there few hours. Oh, well, I can stand a few hours. Okay. I'm going to bring a chair. Good morning. I don't know how I translated a video, but with the wet shirt, you could see Doug's nipple rings like Governor Cuomo. Thanks. That's from KG and O-Town. Who shot the video, did he not? (laughs) He shot the back. Uh, He did, yeah. Yeah, we were out there grinding. Yeah. Shout out the iPhone cinematic mode. God, that looks great, doesn't it? Right, it's crazy. Well, I haven't looked at the video. Does it look good? Yeah, yeah look good. Wow. Yeah. I, it up. I can't I've... imagine what it looks like. <laughs> I busted out my Normandy hoodie that I had to dig out of yeah. storage. How new does your iPhone have to be before you get cinematic mode on? I don't know what iPhone model it is. I have the 14, and it has mm-hmm. cinematic mode. I'm sure the 12, 13 probably do as well. Yeah. I'm still on an 8. Yeah. No cinematic mode for right. me. Because, like, the update, you need, like, a actually, your update would need to be a physical hardware update as opposed to a software update. Well, that update will be a new phone. Right, exactly. Oh, so. I know. I need to get one, too. Good morning. Donut drive-in apple fritter is life. That's from Mrs. Jenny Shannon. You like that? I don't know that it's the most important thing in life. Oh, I'm up there a couple times a month. It's good. love a good apple fritter. Do yeah. you? I don't yeah. like apple pie, but I do like an apple fritter. I love mm. apple pie. Yeah. Why wouldn't you like apple pie? Not my thing. I don't I think, like pies in general. I think pie has right. too much crust. Uh, what about key lime pie, boy? I like key lime pie, but I feel like that's a little different. I feel like that's closer to cheesecake. Because you can only have it in Florida? No, you can have it. It's better in Florida, but... Um, so do you think key lime pie is better in Florida? Oh, it, it sounds trendy to say that. <laughs> sounds like you've well, I've had it all over the world. I know where the key lime pie is the best. <laughs> 
Had it in Toronto. In the area. Latest. Ladue elitist yep, with your thank pie. You. Oh, thank you. The guy who just brought up the Monte Carlo weather update <laughs> yeah. is going to call me an elitist for saying that the key lime pie is better where the lime yeah. is fresher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chairman Stephen Wildwood with a, I think, compliment. Um, That was a pretty quick turnaround for the video. That's from Stephen Wildwood. He's a chairman. Yeah. Well, it was, it was one take. It was raining. So whatever we said, that's what you were going to get. Doug absolutely saved me there. One take. Oh, you did one take as well? Yeah. Oh, oh Doug, that means there was a total of 18 raining, takes because right. I did nine takes and you did nine takes total <laughs> for the night for the 18 holes. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, we did not deviate from the plan. No. Uh-uh. It was, a pretty it was quick freezing cut. and it was raining. <laughs> really got you in the mood to play golf. <laughs> I was going to get more B-roll, but I was Don't say soaking B-roll. wet. Oh, I, I was, was literally soaking wet. So I was like, you know what? I'll edit this as it is. Yeah, I would. Good morning. The donut drive in buttermilk makes my hole moist. That's no. from the cousin of Moo Man. Oh, no, that sprinkle raspberry filled. It's so fire. The donut drive in Carmel Long John will flood your basement. That's from Bathfield. Oh, oh, yeah. Dude, they got a, I would get a rack of them right now. It's a 12-piece. A rack of donuts? <laughs> a rack. That's more than a dozen. How many donuts have you eaten at your, at your worst? Like, like at one sitting? Yeah. Could you eat a dozen? I don't think I could get a dozen. I've gotten a half dozen easy, but I, yeah. I would say probably eight about the I, max. I bet I could eat six donuts. I could too. Because it's got to be a variety, but they don't have to be all huge bear claws. Krispy creams that just kind of melt yeah. in your smaller. Oh, milk. Could, those are small. Like yeah. I, eating six of those. Like if you eat six like big ones, yeah. that's gonna be like a cannon. Yeah, if you have a couple one. cinnamon roll style ones in there, but if you give me twelve Krispy creams right now, I would eat all of oh, them right now. I'll have a mm. shovel full of diabetes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that would be brutal. Fozzie mm. left the YouTube rolling for about 15 minutes after the show yesterday. After 10 minutes, he was prairie dog and then sprinted out to drop ass. Then five minutes later, he came scurrying back with his pant around his ankles he to didn't. turn off the camera. <laughs> so the birthday hawk, plowhawks, any of that true? No. Uh, would be great video <laughs> if it were. I probably wouldn't be here today um, because I'd be fired. Yeah. I mean, certainly scurrying around with my pants down in yeah, if, or nothing else, corporate walking around area. With, yeah, with your pants at your ankles. That, that would do it. Uh, I see Chairman Stephen Wildwood bringing up the video turnaround because he says the videos I sponsor take six months to edit. Oh. Mm. That's right. He was the sponsor of our showdown with Chris Nagel. Yeah. yeah. He finally got that, though. Darren Pang and Patty Maroon is who's next. Yeah. Well, Pang's still busy. He's still doing those national broadcasts. He's got you, you wanted to see the Stars take on VGK and the Panthers take on the Hurricanes. You said that's the final four we want, and that's the final uh, four you got. Well, I, I didn't really care. I kind of wanted Toronto. I've never rooted for Toronto before, but for some reason I, I did too. Kinda, I wanted to see the Leafs in there. I wanted to yeah. see the Oil in there. Mm-hmm. And the Bruins doing what they're doing. Yeah. But, uh, they would have had to play the Leafs in the second round. I'm always kind of happy to see Boston get bounced because their fans are so obnoxious. Wasn't O'Reilly traded to Leafs? <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. I guess you would root for the Leafs. Yeah. Were you rooting for the Rangers? Tarasenko, number 91. Not really. Mm-mm. You were a big Mikola guy, though. I wasn't a big Mikola guy. No. But it never it never bothers me when Boston gets beat. Because, you know, I don't care for their fan base. Which fan much. base do you like less, Boston or Philadelphia? Go. Oh, boy. But well, tied for first. But they're... Po- they're playing play for the fans, not money there, too. Those Philadelphia football fans, they, like, throw things at people <laughs> as they as they arrive at the stadium. They throw, like, loaded beers and everything else. Them. They're walking down the sidewalk. You've seen those videos? <laughs> it's just violent to people. Just simply walking down the sidewalk to go to the game. 
And it's like, oh, well, this is Philadelphia. We're tough here. No, you're not. You're a criminal, what you are. <laughs> See, fights in the stands there all the time. When was the last time you saw a real brawl anywhere in a St. Louis stadium? I haven't seen one in years. Didn't somebody get hit with a stray bullet? Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Not many stadiums in the country can yeah. say they got somebody that got hit during a game. That was about 10 years ago, right? Someone. Yeah, that sounds about right. They thought it was someone probably shot a bullet in the air. Yeah. It was when way I first, down and hit somebody. Yeah, it was when I first started working on the show. But I don't think the person was injured badly, right? No. No, How did that city they're... ever get the nickname City of Brotherly Love? I don't know. That's a good question. Because there's really not a lot, lot of love in that city. No, very little. Is Rocky a real-life boxer? Weren't that all Chuck made up? Chuck Wepner. It was made up after Chuck Wepner. They got well, a statue it of It wasn't his story, you know, point by point. It wasn't completely accurate, but that was the inspiration. He didn't well, have here a... we go. I got it for you. Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love. It's a combination of two words, love, filio, and brother, Adelphos. That's the reason. Oh, because it's in the name. The city was named by its founder, William Penn, who envisioned a city of religious tolerance where no one would be persecuted. Right. How about that? So, uh... And they were mostly Quakers at the time, so that's probably... And up I until, thinking. I don't know what year it was, which is why the Philadelphia skyline isn't as large as you would think for a city of its size, you were not allowed to build a building taller than the statue of William Penn, which is on, I believe, City Hall. That, which is the building, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Sylvester Stallone ran yeah. up the steps. Is that correct? That yeah. is, is that City Hall? Yeah. I've done a live shot from that building. Yeah, yeah. those big-ass steps are all that. And uh, Philly used to be the uh, the capital of this nation. How about that, Doug? Original capital. Yeah. We're like educating people today. Oh, that's what we are. It's where the uh, Declaration of Independence was signed. We're going to be on NPR yeah. HD2 soon. This is where people go to learn. Can you imagine NPR HD2 channel you can't quite make the npr range the former news director at channel four is now the big boss at npr He's really ceo that runs the whole thing remember chuck wepner's uh, nickname the, uh, bayonne bleeder yeah that's a bad nickname when you're a boxer <laughs> the bleeder <laughs> guys i did see a fight uh amongst two hoosiers in jean shorts at the lone battlehawks game my brother-in-law brought me to this year that's from stan the really? county I really haven't seen one. It's extremely rare at Cardinal games. The guys you know? that wear the Boy Scout uniforms are still my favorite fans that I've ever seen at a Battle Hawks game. Just a group of guys. Really? And, Cub Scouts? But it was like older men. Older men wearing <laughs> shorts and their hiking boots and that kind of thing, the khaki. That's great. Like a lot of them? There's there's about six or eight of them. That's enough for me. That's a big pack. It's of, a scout, scout leaders? Scout the, leaders. That's kind of odd. Patches. Oh, yeah. dude, it's hilarious. Are they working towards a merit badge? You I think? have no idea if they were custom. They're or... trying to get their XFL merit badge. Their Hoosier badge. We haven't heard yet if the XFL is even coming back next year, have we? Uh, Rock says it is. Matt Rockio. Matt Rockio. <laughs> Uh, wow, a lot going on here. The 314 is not happy. Rocky ran up the art museum's steps, you effing morons. Oh. And no, he wasn't a real person, Darren. It's from the 314. Jackson, well, would you was... like to issue an apology? That sounds like he's. we hurt his feelings a little. Yeah. But the inspiration was the boxer Chuck Webner. It wasn't his life story, but that he was the inspiration behind it. 
according to Sylvester Stallone. All the other hot Philly info he gave you, though, rock solid. Was it? Pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I'm confident on the, the William Penn statue thing. Because Philadelphia is market number four, is it not? I believe so, yeah. But the skyline is rather small for a city of its size. Uh-huh. I mean, everything's small in comparison to Manhattan. But Chicago's three, and Chicago's monstrous in comparison to Philadelphia. Yeah. And that was because of this William Penn deal. Hell, I don't know. Doesn't bother me much. Seems like it pisses you no, off. No, it doesn't really come into our lives a lot, the height of the buildings in Philadelphia. Sure. But, you know, it may someday. we got some massive skyscrapers. You there. can't build them here taller than the arch. I don't think there's a market yeah, I, anyway. Yeah, no. nobody going, man, I really, really missed on that. Should have brought the 40, you know, story set. I rise. Yep. It would have been great. Uh, we have a, a rare moment here from Harrison's brother, Master. What? Wow. This is, this is breaking news. Good morning, Tim. I have to admit, I cannot hear the breathing today. This is a miracle. Please continue to do whatever you guys are doing today. Yesterday was horrific. Oh. Also, please tell the 115-pound runt to do his job and play some damn drops. Oh. He went in caps with the last four. Gosh. Look. Okay. Well, I, here's what I can tell you. Uh, I receive emails often, and it's wonderful, Doug, that people care. Yeah. It's a great thing that people care. Well, sure they So do. I would say I forward about one uh, out of 20 to Marshall the chief engineer here at Hubbard Radio St. Louis. And yesterday, right after the program, and I asked him if he could come in and monitor the audio live on the air like he said he was going to do now that Iggy was back in studio and, and everybody's levels could be monitored. So following balloon party, Jackson and I got our asses ripped again. Did you? We uh, get back here into the Michelob Ultra Studios, and Marshall comes in, the chief engineer, and Jackson, what was it that was discovered that should impact the podcast audio in a major way. What do you find? Uh, so in our old studio, we had a processor. Processor. Okay. And the processor, in real time, kind of corrects the audio so everyone's levels are somewhat consistent and uh, it just makes it sound better. And since we've moved into this new studio, we have not had a processor. Marshall has put in a processor. And so right now, Doug, I got a, a beautiful little waveform cooking up mm. in here. Where is this uh, processor? Mm. It's... To the right of the plowhawk. All right. Well, right of the plowhawk. I don't see it. It's under the table. Yeah. I, it, yeah, I mean, it's oh. not like a like a jack in the box big. Ooh, I can see its head bopping up and down. Right. Oh. Like it's not like a, a live entity, but it is a, it mm. is processing. Pulling audio. at its hand. I can oh, tell you that much. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, all is well. And now it sounds better. Uh, yeah, I think the podcast will sound significantly better. So as it turns out, we have the YouTube stream. That's one audio level. That was too low when we moved studios. He adjusted that. So that should have fixed that. I haven't gotten emails about that since that happened. Uh, then, then it's being broadcast on HD2, of course, which is kind of our big moment. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the podcast, which is how the vast majority of the listeners access the program. And so... Those levels were lower because they weren't using the processor? Bingo. And now, Jackson, the processor is being used, and so today's podcast should be better. Is that my understanding? Yep. Yep, absolutely. So there you go. So well, that seemed easy. That I mean, people, I'm telling you, the emails to me directly have made progress here. 
and and ideally by the the first week of June, the skeleton will be changed, and uh, it'll be best of programming from 10:01 a.m. to 6:59 a.m. the next day. Oh, really? And then we'll have uh, the live broadcast from seven to ten. I will let people know. Oh, more, more news. Boy, so much news. Not here in news, the Mungan, just kind of letting them know it's a process of getting a lot more best ofs in there. So you may hear best of segments more frequently than you typically would. Instead of 10 to 12 days out, it yeah. may be 7 to 8 days out in between oh. segments listening. And that makes sense, right? Since you're adding, let's do the math, I mean, 25 to 40 hours extra of... Best ofs a week. So Sinbad will continue to play daily. <laughs> it sounds like we're going to hear a lot more. No, Sinbad. I'm just saying there will, there's going to be continuously more being added in, new ones. Into but the skeleton. At the start of it, it's going to be a hard process to, not, Jackson, you understand what I'm saying? Like to, to be able to have two weeks of something not playing, you know, that typically is now because you have the segments already in place. But if you take those out and replace them with best ofs, the frequency of using those best ofs are obsolete. Ah, uh, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it goes. And when we terrible. say best ofs, you mean just any old show we can get our hands I on? I wouldn't say that, no. I've done a pretty good job of finding some really good nuggets. Um, there was even a poll. Do you want to hear old Cardinal conversation? Because I know that was a topic, and that's what a lot Gallup of— poll. There was a Gallup poll. That's not really Gallup Because that's a big chunk of our shows back five or six years ago. We were much more talking about Cardinal baseball. Yeah in more bigger segments, so you can't use those. So there's a lot of things that you can't use. So when you do find the Wellington about, you know, being kicked out of Bumble or Iggy folding pocket aces or Mm -hmm. Iggy dating a Viking cheerleader, you pounce on those and you call them best ofs. Yes, you're not really putting lipstick on a pig necessarily, but best ofs is a very loose term. Iggy, I forgot what you said ever happened to that old Viking cheerleader. (laughs) I don't think I ever did because I don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it was just in a spring break. This little fling? Yeah, it was a boring spring break, actually. I went with my brother and our friend Frank, and Frank was love-struck. He left with his, his cheerleader? No, he left his girlfriend back home, and he didn't want to go to the beach. He didn't want to go to parties. He just wanted to sit in the hotel room. So that's where I met her. I met her at the hotel pool. Huh. Then we went into the bar and a cocktail. And this was... Minnesota Vikings cheerleader, not Parkway North Vikings cheerleader. Minnesota Vikings cheerleader. Oh, good. Bud Grant's group. Yeah. Uh, guys, while we're talking about this finicky skeleton, is there any way we can have the Tim in Florida alligators episode? We only hear that one three times a day. That's Herb's hog, and I'm sensing oh, sarcasm. No. I have no idea what that episode is. Tim in Florida alligators. Well, like, what is that? That's not what the segment is called. What's it called? If you Herb. Like, it, like it'll, tomorrow, say Herb. What, it'll say what the name of the segment is. Whether you're listening to your own in your car on the app, if I'm not mistaken, the, the title it's called is Tim that. and Florida Alligators. It's not. What's it called? Is that when Doug and Plowsy were talking about the beasts they heard in the woods? Oh, yeah, but we yeah. don't even know that. I don't even know what that one is called. And again, we have an, an entire algorithm. So when before I load any segment, it tells me the last day it was played. Like it tells you it hasn't played in nine days, sixteen days, two days, yeah. like. It tells you when you loaded it that yesterday or that, like, if, if you already just loaded it. It, it, it gives you all the information. So, like, I, I respectfully just decline that that would be the case. Herb, uh, the action's back on you. You can call in 636-900-4TMA, uh, and we can, you want to call, you want to unpack this, Doug? You like that? People say, well, let's unpack. I don't like it, no. I, mean, I kind of unpacked everything else besides maybe, like, the linens, but 
You can call if you want. <laughs> Love the switch to more best ofs. Look at this. Compliments coming in. Yeah. But... The best part was hearing Big Al drop an S-bomb over the HD airwaves last, uh, HD2 airwaves last Tuesday afternoon. FCC be damned. Uh-huh. That's from Bob. Again, when they let us know those things, I go in there and I edit them and I reload them into the system. By then it might be too late in the eyes of the FCC. Look, again, Doug, like I, I apologize, but if you, if it, I didn't leave that in there on purpose. It's just a lot to listen to and yeah. sometimes you just... During a big owl call, it's hard for me to maybe pay a full attention to yeah. that call. Maybe I'm doing another test. So. Well, don't ever play the Alfie Bornrett clip then. What he that do? literally says, I mean, it's amazing, though, that we have, what, 600 clips and one half a second S-bomb. It's all we have in those entire, but that, let's just pile it on. That's all it takes just for the add, FCC to come crashing down on you. I, I get it. I the get commission, it. Doug. Yes. The Bert Kaufman called it. He goes, Tim, the commission will not tolerate that. <laughs> oh, I like that, the commission. The commission, that's kind of old school. <laughs> yeah. And the FCC wouldn't find you for the S-word. Why? Because I think there's a lot of places that play it now. Is that right? I don't know. Really? I think it's a lot more lenient. I don't know about the S-word, but it, 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 the, the rap music I hear on FM stations now are above and beyond what I heard five or six years ago in terms of... Yeah. Sexual innuendos and... Yeah, if you can sing something in a song, can't you say the word? I thought so, too, but... It, it, again, like, I will address those issues immediately. It's easy for me to open up that segment, edit it, and then reload it into the best of, so it, the edited version plays instead of the original. Like, that, it's, it can be done. Okay. And I'm fine doing that. Well, yeah, you... So Doug, I appreciate it. This, is, uh, this, this text strikes me as a problematic start. Because it starts with, um, yeah. I don't like that at all. I don't care for um, it. Um, yeah. The machine showing the last time something was played is not an algorithm. Nice try, plow lazy. That's oh, from Peggy's husband. Gosh. Who's, who's Margaret's husband? Have you met? That's I a new know. texter, right? Or this... uh, Peggy's husband's written in a lot. I don't know if he's been read a lot. That makes sense. <laughs> it sounds like Peggy's in charge in that household, though. When you oh. identify yourself as Peggy's husband. Oh, Margaret? Oh, she yeah. runs. Everything. <laughs> Marge. Uh, non-skeleton remark, but I finished the Swope's picks on the Rams relocation about no secret plan, and it was top-notch. Besides, you know, the losing of a football team. Thanks, I'm enjoying the show. That's from Ebenezer Mugatu. Mm-hmm. See, there's compliment, and there was no, uh, there was no backdoor see, criticism. They're having trouble getting a new stadium in Charlotte, and there's some concern there that the team might move. Bring our no, Panthers home? No surprise, dude. This is going to happen all the time now. Yep. You're going to hold these taxpayers hostage. If you don't pay mm-hmm. for a stadium, we're gone. Right. They'll do that to everybody, yeah, they, They've man. been doing that for a long time. It's what happened in Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, but which market do they use as leverage? Because L.A. is now out. Probably the lucrative St. Louis market. Yep. Can't do San Antonio, even though that's a that's an obvious choice, but Jerry London. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, London. Oh, London is a good one, especially now that the Jags... Do the Jags give up two home games for those London trips, or is it one-on-one? One? Probably one-on-one, one, if I had to guess. Marge Marge probably runs that strappy on him. That's from Big Sagger. Uh, yeah, I would... Oh. oh. <laughs> now, what was that? Oh. A drop. These simpletons. These simpletons, Doug. Uh, let's see what we got here. Friends of the Feather, uh, get your work in. You want to be peaking just in time for the dotum, don't you? Oh, absolutely, just in time, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I, I worked 
on my game yesterday for six and a half hours with Cletus lurking. This is it. This is it. Yeah. This is it. You got to do a practice round? Practice round. Walk the course with Carlos Spicer Wiener. Is this the most important match of your life to date? <laughs> never been, never played for more money than this. No. Well, you don't get the money unless you win With a couple matches. more rounds still. Right. Another four months. It's like a fantasy baseball. It's like you enter the original money, and then a half a year later, it's there. I've never played in front of a larger group of people than I'm going to play in front of on Saturday. There won't be anyone there. Is it more important for you to win the match or to get away and not have been a sexual assault victim? Uh, I'm a willing bottom. Oh, wow. So there's no victim happening. Right. I realize the only way for me to win is to birdie holes, but the only way for me to birdie holes is if he is grabbing my hips and pulling them nigh. Don't say nigh. What's wrong with that? That's what it is. Yeah, the hornier he gets, I mean, because he has like five layers on underneath. He's got a thing of underwear. He's got the girdle. Right. He's got that girdle. Got straps. What else has he got? He's got pants, maybe shorts, and maybe compression shorts. Oh. And Oh. He basically, once he takes those off, I think he just folds in half. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, but you don't get that at family golf, and that's a miss, I think. I think uh, it would be nice to have Cletus running around there, but he is uh, where you get your work in. FamilyGolfOnline.com. Learn, practice, and play your best golf. They've got it all. Double-decker driving range and the short game area, which I highly recommend, plus a par three golf course for you. Enjoy lunch or dinner on the terrace and wonderful patio with a back nine bar and grill. Host events like birthday parties, graduation parties, corporate events and clinics. John Jay had his golf tournament there. And Albert Pujols is out there hitting wedges on that short game area. It's perfect. You can hit like a 100-yard shot from the front to the back. That's how large that short game area and that green is. That's where you will improve. Focus on shots 100 yards and in. Doug, you want to sit there and you okay. want to bang driver 100 times? Be my guest. Well, right now, I'm, I'm thinking I'd like to see Albert Pujols bang drivers and see how far he might hit a ball. What do you think he would do? 320. Gosh, I don't know. Roderick McRibb's leading the tour with driving distance, and I think he's 320.8. Is that right? 320.8? I don't know. I don't follow that. But, wow. Have you noticed the, the, the strokes gained uh, decrease in his ranking on putting? What are you seeing with him on the green I'm, right now? I, is, People observe their rosters for the PGA Championship this week. Is it Oak Hill, Oakmont, I, I don't know. Oak Ridge Boys? They have I, a guy with a beard. Oh yeah, Oak Hill. Deep voice. Oak Hill. Okay. Seventy-four hundred yards, but only a par seventy. Oof. Monster. You see that two hundred and sixty-four, fifteen mile an hour wind in your face, par three. That oh, they should... Bill. I thought it was two thirty. It's. I thought that. That's so, what Fitzpatrick. Uh, Harris English saying he hit a three iron in there. Okay. Yeah, you may be right, Jackson. It's How many people something. in the audience are carrying three irons? What percentage do you think? 2%. If Wellington's listening, that's our one. Oh, if they have like a really old set that somehow has a three iron in it. If by really old, you mean 10 years? Like Patty no, like Byrne? 20 years. 15? <laughs> like 20 I, I, years. I was using a three iron less than 20 years ago. You must be a ball striker. Back in the day, they had a one iron. Yeah. Jack Nicholas at Pebble Beach. What was that, 16? I don't know. God, my dad had a two-iron. I'm like, how do you even hit that? Yeah, the butter knife. And the old joke was, you know, if you're out there in a lightning storm, you grab your one-iron, hold it up in the air, because not even God can hit a one-iron. Nice. That's what they'd say. Can you imagine the sack on that dude from the Oak Ridge Boys? Probably hangs to his shins. That's from former fan page moderator Neil Allen. Why would we want to envision that? 
why would we spend five? And of course, now that's all we're thinking about. Which well, why one? Why would you put that in our, in our brains? Which one? Aren't there like five of them? Uh, this, I think, is the gentleman with the, was it the beard who had the low voice? I don't think so. Elvira. Was that Oak Ridge yeah. Voice or Alabama? I don't know. I think that was Oak And is it racist that we can't distinguish between the two of them? Think about that. 314-881-TMA5. Let us know, and I'll issue an apology. It's so much hotter when it's 100 degrees, and Cletus is drinking that less-than-room-temperature red wine out of a Circle K coffee cup. That's from Chairman Steve in a while. He says he does it to calm his nerves over putts. At this Mm. point, I would imagine his body doesn't even respond to it. I don't know what hot red wine can do for the Four morons at Gateway at four in the afternoon in front of nobody. The intensity of the competition is second to none. Things are going well in O-Town. That's from Hunchback of Uncastled. Like, what does that mean? Things are going well in O-Town? Oh, I think it's because the A's had 2,000 fans in attendance last night. Oh, Do you see oh. they're still checking? Is, that call, is that Oakland's called O-Town? No. No, I don't think so. Not even close to O-Town. O-Town was a nice... KG in O-Town. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I didn't Overland. know KG was... Yeah, I thought KG was from, like, North County. Then he went to Sackman. He did. But I think he had a job there. Ah, Bill. Bill, 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 Bill. I saw a video in Oakland. There was it, it literally probably about five, 600 people. It was about 20, 30 minutes before the game. And I, you could sit. And you, I, yeah. I, I have never seen a stadium more empty. And there were still ticket people checking to make sure you were sitting in the right seats. And at that point, if you're in the stadium, shouldn't you be able yeah. to utilize all the seats when there's 95% of them? Well, I mean, but then that, that operation is... It's insane. 9-34 and 34 is right. what the Oakland A's are, Doug. Nice. That's a 209 winning percentage, and they've lost three in a row. Could be the worst team of all time. And they're that, going full-on St. Louis Rams with mm. just tanking before they move to the strip. Is this guy still your... on the team? No, I think he retired. Uh, we were told he was a minor leaguer with the White Sox. Oh. Okay. They got a guy, Southside Seaman has, named Brent Rooker, who rakes. <laughs> Brad Rooker. At, I looked at your team and didn't do like the 11th best player in baseball. That's I've right. never heard of this dude in my life. Southside Seaman loves a good dumpster dive. Oh. Dude dive in there deep. <laughs> mm. Real deep. Bad. In those empty stadiums, oh, Plowsy, they have to check everybody's seat because it's not fair to the people who paid more for their seat to have somebody who paid for a, a nosebleed to come down and sit right next to them. It's not fair. That's not... Nobody should care anymore. Those workers, they're leaving. They should not really care that much. They're not going to get fired. I mean, No, it's probably too late for that. But, I mean, even at any stadium, if there's lots of open seats down low, that's why they don't let you come down and sit there because it's not fair to the people who paid full price. Big Sager says Bush was looking pretty empty last night, too. I'm just saying. You like that when somebody says I'm just... I don't like it, no. Well, it's still a school night. We're not quite out of school everywhere yet. No giveaways, so... I think that's the key. Good morning. My wife just walked in to say goodbye before heading to work, and she heard Tim read the, can you imagine the sack on that guy text? And I think she got a nice little picture of what I've been listening to these past few years. Doug, that's from Dogtown Ty, and he has the drone. Sounds like a Sibian. I think people turn the channel real quick when their significant other walks into the room. Well, you really have carved a niche, girl. I'm proud of you. Okay, Jay. Who is Jennings talking to there? Uh, I think it was Ariana, Ariana Marie. Marie. That's what yeah, I thought. He was a big fan. I, I did an interview with Buck Swope yesterday for the upcoming Swope's Pick Sows, remembering uh, Jennings. God, oh, oh, yeah. Nice now, did you talk or was it Buck Swope all the time? Because <laughs> he'll have some long questions. <laughs> he was out at Meadowbrook shooting an event. 
And I was wondering if it was a U.S. Open qualifier because I know that was a gateway yesterday. Doug Bovan Pelt was there. Was he really? And he qualified. He made it through oh. to the final. Uh, I feel like Bovan Pelt was a guy who was in the final group at a U.S. Open or maybe PGA. And now he's got to qualify. It's a slippery slope in that, that professional golf game. Well, I don't even know where he's playing. I don't think he has. A, he doesn't have a card. Yeah, that's why he's, Unless he's on the spot that he's in. And he's quali- playing a qualifier over at Gateway. Unless he's got some Corn Ferry tour status. Doug, if you're a 1.6 or lower, you can go out there and try and qualify. Oh, can you? I think he's the son of former giant Brad Van Pelt. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Good linebacker. I wonder what they were planted from. Tipped out. Because at Gateway, number 10, the tips, the tees on 10 are even with the uh, concession building. Yeah. Do you know that? It's back It's there. across the bridge, that wooden plank bridge. So I, I wonder if those boys, uh, I mean, I'm sure they could hit driver to get there, but I don't know if they would consider the uh, the math to be favorable to bring it into play. Boy, Bova and Pelt, top 10 in the Masters in 2011. Wow. I knew he was in something. Yeah. Tied for eighth of the Masters and tied for seventeenth at the twenty at the oh five PGA Championship. Now he's grinding a gateway. Yep. And that's not even getting him in the U.S. Open. Now he gets to go play and then try to get into the U.S. Open. He's got to be in his early forties, though, doesn't he? Forty-eight, late forties. What would he be doing in St. Louis? That's where they they get assigned to. Uh, well, they get assigned. For, I believe. Because there's probably courses all over the country, though, aren't there? Yeah, you get. I believe after this round, you get like when Nagel went to Ohio. And you'll be playing with guys who you recommend. I mean, was it Drew Pranger who called into the show? Great player. Chris Pronger. No, Drew Pranger. Mm-hmm. Great short game. Lefty? Is he a lefty when you go and watch? He's either lefty he, or righty. He competed in the Fan Page Club Championship, played as a nine, too. That caught people off guard. Pranger? Yep. Pronger. Pranger. Number 44, defenseman. Logged a lot of minutes. We're back to Pronger. Now okay. we are. Today's okay. Bo Van Pelt's birthday. Yeah, and that's why I brought him up. 48. Today's 48. It's unbelievable. What a way to celebrate by winning a playoff yesterday. Gateway National on number one. I wonder if he's getting any pops. I doubt it. I don't think they play that way. Well, then they don't play real golf. Yeah. Because they, they played it up in the fairway and up in the rough. They did. <laughs> the pros are allowed to move their balls a little bit. That would be the best. <laughs> if they hit yeah. it in the crap, they just got to drop ladder. Or if they were allowed to cheat if the other guy wouldn't watch it. <laughs> right. Drop, dropping ball. <laughs> if you could ball, see it on. Drop a ball. Uh, that'd be entertaining. Um, Bovan Pelt, John August. Did you say Augustine? Is it Augustine? He played I, don't, at Vanderbilt. I don't say either one. Really. He qualified as well. But now the real players will take that golf course and play from the white slash senior tees on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Bigger gallery. Didn't Augustine play at Live for a little bit in the very first so. year? Gosh, I don't know. I don't think so. I thought he was one of the up and comers they gave a spot to out there. I don't know much about Augustine. I'll be up front with you. <laughs> uh, I hooked up with a nasty skank over there in Granite once. Tatted up, smoked cigs. I was on a three-dayer, and I couldn't finish. Rubber suck. That's from the recovering uh, alcoholic from Bell. we didn't need that. If you don't have a truck, a tat, and a kid by 20, you ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best quotes Jennings has ever produced. That, that was, was referenced by Buck Swope yesterday in our interview. He was discussing Sullivan. Sullivan, just yeah. a legend. God. What did you need again? You needed a, a truck. Uh, if you don't have a truck, a tat, and a kid by 20, you ain't nothing. Okay. Got it. I didn't have any of that by 20. 
Well, you ain't nothing. I still I don't have any of that. I'm 34. I haven't had any of that by 65. Yeah, I guess I haven't either. Uh, Larry Nickel wants to break down the the, uh, the U.S. Open uh, qualifier yesterday okay. and also professional wrestling. Morning, Larry. Hello, Nixie. Good morning, guys. What's up? Well, not not much. We're doing all right. You? I'm doing okay. By the way, the Cardinals are coming to a lot to a Yes. Yes. Feels like if we can just get hot, we can win this baby. We did get hot yesterday. We won in like 18-1. to 1. I know. I saw that. Fabulous. Well, don't snap at me, though. <laughs> Uh, unbelievable show last night, but Doug didn't get a chance to see it, so why don't you recap him? Uh, Doug had to watch it for what, the past, what, four or five decades? It, it's something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, so what happened? Anyway, they had a battle royal to determine the number one contender to Gunther's Intercontinental Championship. Gunther's Intercontinental <laughs> Gunther's the heavyweight champion now? No, the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. After the belt has been with WWE since, like, maybe the 70s. Okay. And they had, they had the draft, like, last week or the week before. You watched that draft? I didn't. I missed the draft. Oh, God, I didn't Isn't know it amazing that up. Gunter won, like, the Design Air Heating and Cooling March email of the month, and then he goes over and wins the Intercontinental Champion. That can't that never happened before. Rat and Bloomsdale yeah. won, I believe, the, the U.S. title one year and then won email of the month. But yeah, Gunter is the first right. one to do it since the wreck. <laughs> anyway, Mustafa Ali was the winner of said battle royal. So at night of champions in Saudi Arabia, away from this coming Saturday, Mustafa Ali will challenge Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship. And also, this will be the first time Sami Zayn will be able to compete in Saudi Arabia, because his family is of Syrian descent, and at one time they were at odds with each other, yeah. being Saudi Arabia and Syria. Yeah. But now they're at peace with each other, so Sami's able to come compete and defend with Kevin Owens the undisputed tag team titles against Solo Sokoa and the current. Undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Huh. So you get a little political lesson with your grappling. Yes. Larry, what are you watching? Uh, Master Minds with Brooke Burns. Oh. Ever okay. heard of Doug? See the, the blonde? Yeah, the tall drink of water, right? Yeah, yeah. She was a toy boy, wasn't she? Doug? Brooke I don't Burke? know. Was she? Brooke Burke. There's so. Brooke Burke and there's Brooke Burns. Oh. Not familiar with Brooke Burns. I'll call her up for you. Yeah. Larry, she was not in Playboy. Right, that's what I'm saying. But she did submit a picture for Beaver Hunt in I don't think so. I don't think so. Tim, why don't you look it up and see if she did that? Oh, Doug, here she is as a brunette and as a blonde. Fun, fun hairstyles. Yeah, she's very attractive. Very good game show host. I've seen her. Yeah, she hosted two other game shows before Masterminds. Yeah. Okay, well, we got all, we got a, we lost our way here, Larry. What else happened on the show last night? That was of major importance. Uh, besides Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn losing to the Judgment Day ahead of the title match at United Champions. Yeah, besides that. Well, that's what, they, that's what happened. 
Oh. This means they beat the tag champs. Okay. Sounds like a whale of a so, show. Yeah, and so if a team beats the champions in a non-title match, they are in line to get a future tag title match pending the outcome of the match at Night of Champions. All right. Hard to keep track of it all sometimes, isn't it? <laughs> So we get recapped. Yeah, that's why yeah. you got. That's why you guys got. That's why you guys have me. That's yep. right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Larry, do you have the top five countries in the world available at this moment? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And the first, the number five, number four will be what I talked about earlier. Number five will be Saudi Arabia. <laughs> number four will be Syria. Kind of a surprising right. appearance for uh-huh. these two. <laughs> Christine Brennan's going to come after you. Right. Number three. Human rights be damned be... on this list. <laughs> I'm still talking. It's, it's <laughs> wrestling <laughs> washing is what they're doing. It, is, it does seem like that. I don't think so. Okay. But anyway, number three will be Brazil. Right. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Still right up there, number one, after all these years. Right. Yeah. Who clapped? Jackson. Jackson. I always do. Well, nice list, Larry, and nice recap, too. Thank you. All right. Uh, God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. There right, thank it you, is Nixie. Larry Nickel here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Wonderful. Think about that. Mm-hmm. So Syria is four. Saudi Arabia is five now. Yeah, kind of a surprise there. Yeah. Caught me off guard. I wouldn't have thought Syria could squeeze into the top five with all the problems they've had here in recent years, but... Good for them. Good, good morning. This was sent to my email from Mr. Underhill. And he had that tab, right? Put on the Underhills? Lobster Thermidor. Yeah. Five years ago, my wife and I went to Merrimack Music Theater in Steelville, and we saw the Oak Ridge Boys. We were 45 at the time, but still were the youngest people in the place by at least 15 years. They closed the show with Elvira. They yelled for everyone to get on their feet as the song began. But it was nearly three quarters over by the time the people got their walkers and oxygen tanks situated to stand oh. and cheer. It was a spectacle. By the way, they were awful. That, that's from Mr. Underhill. Oh. I heard a comedian the other day say that country music is trying to get more politically correct. Lady Antebellum changed her name to Lady A. The Dixie Chicks changed the name to the Chicks. And Alabama is changing their name to Vermont. Oh, nice material. <laughs> is that a bit? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little sketch that he had. I like that. <laughs> Sketches and bits. Sketches and bits. Uh, all right, well, let's wrap up this Mungan St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Mungan S, 314-252-0029. You know what I'm going to do right now? Right what? here. Right I'm going to go to stlouisacura.com, and I'm going to see what's doing. I was there yesterday. They're so they're so great. Are they the best? They're the best. They're the yeah. best. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Mungan asked. Let's see. I know my budget and it gives me the choice: thirty-two thousand six hundred ninety-five. Let me just move it all the way to seventy-five thousand, uh, because that's kind of the way things are. Blessed, very, very wealthy. Oh, Doug, and look, check out this white MDX. Ooh, and look at the rims. Those yeah. are probably thirty thousand dollars rims. Oh gosh, love Ma- to have that. Imagine driving around Francis Park at St. Gabriel School picnic with those rims. Yeah, yeah. I'd look even better than I do normally in my LeBaron. <laughs> That's an eye-catching car. It is a nice whip. 
Uh, it is Munganaz, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. You can go shopping right now. Great pre-owned inventory, too. Go shopping. They have all kinds of uh, wonderful cars for you. You can go just, just go right away. They got the new arrivals. You can view all their pre-owned, and you are going to be doing a lot of scrolling because you have a lot of choices there at Munganaz, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Go online at stlouisacura.com and go shopping. And if you have any questions, you can text the muck. You call them the muck. The muckety mucks. Oh, muckety mucks. Yeah, not the muck rakers. The muckety mucks. <laughs> Isn't that what Teddy Roosevelt called the press? I think so. Yeah. 314-252-0029. You can text or call Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast, Munganast St. Louis Acura, sponsor of our seven o'clock hour. And we got another major. Who won the Masters? You or uh, Doug? I think I did. Wow. Doug, well, do we know that for sure? We just. I don't think that information's available. I'm no, pretty sure I did. It was Iggy. Was it? Yeah. PGA Championship, uh. Oak Hill. Driving distance critical, Doug, but, uh, boy, those bunkers, they're, uh, you're going to see some awkward shots with the players, those greenside bunkers, because the rough is dense, and I think some of the balls will hold up and not trundle back into those bunkers, so okay. keep an eye on that. I on will. Strokes gain side hill lies on greenside bunkers. You might want to check that before you make your picks. It's not a, not a huge concern of mine when I blindly pick names out of a box is whether a ball's going to trundle into the bunker or not. Well, you should. I, I shouldn't. Exactly right. I can't be concerned about that. Just trying to make sure I just get one name pulled. Iggy, you got to bet who wins the PGA Championship. Go. Well, don't just sit there in silence. Give us something. I don't know. It's Just pull a name of a big-name player. Say John Rahm. Oh, Grand Slam, you think, this year? Could be. Wow, sick. Yeah, I think Rory bounces back. Oh, Roderick McRib. And did he win there? Did he win there? I think so. Doug, did he win there? I don't know. Rom's plus 800. Scheffler's plus 800. McRib is four plus 1,400. You would never guess who's number four, I don't Initials, think. please. Iggy, you want to fire a bet before I give a uh, the initials and give it away? Shoffley? No. Cantley? No. What are the initials? Plowhawk, you want to fire a bet at the pot? Oh, Corey Connors. Corey Connors. Corey Connors. <laughs> Jackson, you want to fire a bet at the pot, or are you looking at uh, Frank Hayden? Gone. Jackson! Oh, I thought we were Jackson! about to take a break, so I turned his mic off. <laughs> Where is he? started going into another segment. No, you good. I don't know what I'm I doing. I turned it back on. There's really yeah. never a plan, as you know. Brooks Kepka is plus 1,800. Oh. How about that? I was okay. about to say that. I was potted oh, down. Oh, of course he was. I was potted down. I couldn't say I believe it. Jackson. Oh. I think P. Reed is 90 to 1, and that's a steal. Preed is 90 to 1? I thought so. Where's DJ. Doug Dustin Johnson is plus 3,000. He is okay. 16th. Justin Thomas plus 2,800 is 15th. Hmm. Morikawa plus 3,500 is surprising. Fitzpatrick plus 3,500. That's surprising. You know he's been playing well, Doug? No. You mentioned this. Sung J.M. Yeah. I would imagine he'll be chalky this week, but the pricing is soft for the majors. He can fit a lot of players in. Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> to see Ricky Fowler get his first major win after... Being in despair this time a year ago. He's rediscovered his game. Could this be Ricky's time in Rochester, New York? No. Where's Cam Smith? Cam Smith. Plus 2,500. Along with Cam Young, who's plus 2,500. And Jay Day, who I would imagine will be chalky AF. Tony Finau, Rebino, also plus 2,500. Haven't we been saying for years, this is it for Ricky Fowler. He's going to turn it around right here. This is a big moment. I mean, as weird as it is, in golf years, he's kind of on the older side of things now. I think he's 33, and he's, you know, he had to qualify for the U.S. Open himself last year and didn't qualify. Um, 34, 34 bills. 
You know, even though that strikes Plowak, what are you, 33, 4? 34, yeah. You and Ricky. Do you feel like your time is closing to win the Fan Page Club Championship? I feel like it's dwindling away, yeah. Do you? You feel older yeah. as an athlete now? I, I think when I walked off the course, actually, I blew off the course. I blew right to my CRV. <laughs> yeah. It's actually it's really a helpful nice. wind. Uh, I, I, I said, man, I'm become more like Ricky. Yeah. See, that was your thought. <laughs> after, you, after you butchered that golf course, you thought, boy, I feel more and more like Ricky. <laughs> it doesn't look like Rory's ever won at... Uh, he won at Valhalla in 2014. Valhalla, yeah, Kiowa, and then Congressional. There you go, Doug. Okay. I kind of think if these guys are playing really well, it, it doesn't really matter where they're playing. They're going to tear up the course. If uh, they're playing really well, it's not so much the course. It's it, just how, much, how well they're playing. I would agree with that with the exception of players who just can't hit it nearly as far for certain courses. Like I remember having Adam Long on the podcast, and I go, is there any courses you show up and you go, you know you can't win? He goes, yeah, Torrey Pines. It's kind of like what Kisner says. Kisner, I think, hits it comparably. I mean, if we were playing with either one of those guys, they'd bomb it past us. But on the tour there, I mean, Rory McIlroy's driving this is 320 yards. That, that's what they're dealing with, Doug. That is why driving oh. accuracy, it's when insane. you're building out your rosters, you're going to have to focus on that driving accuracy. Well, why don't they cut the grass a little bit? The dude casually dropping it, and this thing is, I'm not kidding, four or five inches into a thicket of rough. That's how it was at the PGA tough. Championship in St. Louis, though, Bell Reeve. I think that... How they like I didn't to do think it, it was that. Not the PGA usually goes kind of opposite of the USGA. USGA wants it to be a, a brutal test, and PGA wants some scoring. What was Kepka? 16 under winning, 16 or 18? And I played that course the next day, and it, it I don't want to say it wasn't hard, but it wasn't like where the rough was looking like what it looks like in, in Oak Hill. That's insane. I'll say that. Like, that's wild. So, yeah, driving accuracy is huge, Doug. So when you randomly pick out of that box, yeah. you better be thinking driving accuracy. Okay. Brooks, he was 16 under at Bell Reef. I shipped it again. God, I'm amazing. I'm amazed by myself. Dear Lord, between the maladies, ailments, and inability to hear what other people are saying, these olds are morphing the show into Cocoon Part 3, <laughs> with Tim being played by the delectable Steve Gutenberg, of course. It's from our day. Doug, who is in that? Wilford Brimley? Ah, uh, yeah. Don Amici? Don Amici, yeah. Uh, and then all the olds started having sex in the pool. Oh, did they? Jessica yeah. Tandy and her husband. Is she in there? Jessica Tandy was in Driving Miss Daisy. That yeah. was a long time ago. Watch this. Oh, you're my best friend. Spoiler alert. It's not a spoiler if the movie's 30 or 40 years old. 1985. Almost 40. Hugh Cronin? Uh, Hugh Mick Cronin with Hugh uh, UCLA. Cronin. Formerly yeah. with Cincinnati. Yep. He's a fiery little rooster. <laughs> and Jessica Tandy opened up her back door. Oh, oh, that was in the movie? Director's like, cut. That's why they call it Cocoon. Correct. Ron oh. Howard. Yep. Surprising that Ron Howard wanted to focus on anal, but... Anyway. Gosh, I don't remember that part of it. You didn't see the director's cut at Crestwood Hall. I guess not. Tim, I've had it with the weather. Please do something. That's from Carl Ellen. Mm. Is she praying to me? Is it? Is it still <laughs> raining out there? Iggy? We can't see. We don't have a window. We don't have a window here. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like the rain has passed. I miss our window. The forecast looks incredible after today. Yeah. I guess we got that chance of rain on Friday, but bees knees. I mean, the temperature's bees knees. God, a lot of women are going to touch other women this next now, week. That's not, that won't be happening. And then they'll go down to the lake, do some crank. Well, we have to. In the back of a boat and just go, you know what? Her skin's soft. 
That's what they're going to say. That's exactly so. what's going to happen. I'm telling you what's going to happen. We oh. just have to hope that 80-degree <laughs> temperature tomorrow war- dries out the course. To well firm up the greens. So that you can keep the carts, you know, drive them anywhere, not just on the path. That'd be my biggest concern. As a golfer, can I take the golf cart anywhere? You and Plowick will be positioned on 12 anyway. Yeah. I'll be out there ball striking on Thursday. I don't know who's in the foursome. Courtney's playing. Do you know who Courtney's playing with? Because she might be in my Courtney from the Arch. I've never gotten a chance to play golf with her, and I really want to play with her. I know she, somebody, she told me who asked her to play. I forgot. Probably playing with Keith, director of sales Keith Krause. Could be. Then that means I'm in her pairing. Nice. That will be dangerous. Yeah, that's a scramble, too. I mean, you're basically playing against Cletus. You know going in, he's going, what do you think he'll go, Higgy? 16 under? Ballpark? 14, 15. Is that because of his golf game or the eraser on his pencil? Oh, it's a serious charge. Oh. You just gave him bulletin board material in advance of my match with him. Okay. Damn it. Well, I mean, you got to have a great team to go 16, 18 under par. Year after year yeah, after year. That takes a fantastic year team. Year after year, he's won it. He's won the Dotem four years in a row, isn't it? <laughs> I got my trophy right there. Jesse Kioski just texted me. Uh, Courtney, Courtney Landrum, 106.5 The Arch, is playing with Remy and Casey's fiance. Casey from the uh, from WIL, who's going to be the beverage card girl, Doug. Oh, really? Yes. Remember, so they were in studio, or were you was when you were in the I was, I was here. She was uh, definitely stone-faced, so she'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're required to give tips. To anyone, to any girl out there who is stone-faced. Beverage card girl. She's a cart okay. girl. You should tip her. If I get something, I don't have to tip just to, if I walk by. Why, you, why are you comparing her to my girl? My girl. Anna, my is girl. it Schlumsky or Klumsky? Remember that? And then Macaulay Culkin got eaten up by B. Anna Maurer. She was catting for me. She wasn't a cart girl. But but other players felt they owed her a tip? Because she was talk to other players. I don't know. I'd talk to the players. Okay. It just doesn't seem like I should tip someone else's caddy. I didn't tell you to. Unless she, of course, is stone-faced. I didn't tell you to. You going to tip Carlos Spice who enters Saturday for the work he's doing for him, even though I haven't asked him if he can do it? Uh Uh-uh. No, I shan't. Uh, Wow, Michael Wellington with this text. Chairman, founder of Birdies for Bipolar, our charity partner at the Michelob Ultra Dotem, says the following in a statement. I would be willing to follow Cletus's group on Thursday to handle his team's scorekeeping. Oh, oh my gosh, God. That would be great. Oh, my God. That would be but they fabulous. Are bur- and, I lo- and I love Cletus, and they have Guy on their team. So, like, they have the distance taken care of. So, the scores are obvious. It could be accurate. It's still a birdie it, but on it's almost every, every hole. But it is every year, too. Like, they don't take a year up. It was pouring down rain, and I think they had 16 or 18 under. Yeah. But I don't think we need Wellington following for a scorecard. I don't know if there's controversy. Did you call that a marker? Uh, I don't know. I, I just think their scoring is very similar to how they score at St. Gabriel's whoa, basketball Whoa, whoa, teams. whoa, whoa. Now that's two slander suits yeah. in one segment. It's where you already put 18 under the, on hole one. Right. The like scorecard's already, already been 72. made out. Yeah. Nobody's going to cheat for a trophy. People cheat for anything. <laughs> no. For absolutely anything. Maybe we weren't giving away the flashlights. Oh, yeah, that's when you saw the handicap. Or that's when you saw the people really going out out of their way. But there was only two, right? There was supposed to be four. Yeah, they were supposed to send four. They only sent two. Two disappeared. That was a touchy (laughs) subject. So we gave them a long drive. Okay. Men and women. 
Do we have enough people for the dating game? Uh, Jackson? Man, it's a hard out, though. Not we question, are at 831. Though. Yeah, this is a hard out. We're up against the Hello? traffic and weather. Hello? Yes, we hear yeah, you. Yeah, we got though. you. Oh, yeah, no, you're on. You're still on. I can't Jackson. hear myself. are you? I didn't mean to. Because I've been potted These are do people. Let's all just shut up. <laughs> Chairman Jackson is Oh, my God. To say. Sorry. Unbelievable. Where's Jamie Rivers? What was the question? Oh, what happened to the flashlights? No, no. It's like in college when that was going on. <laughs> what was the question? You asked about you uh, asked the dating it. game. Oh. How many people are in the dating game? We have one from PP Corporate as fiance. That's the only oh. people I've talked to. I told people email me and I've gotten one from PP Corp. That's it. That's it? Yep. Well, maybe I can round somebody up the night of the Where event. are the Smiths? The ball sack's going to be there. Maybe they'll enter. Oh, oh sure they will. They should. Were they I, in it last year? I don't think so. No, I don't think I so. I want Ray King and his husband. <laughs> Bearded buddy. Yeah. I want them. <laughs> Anyone, really. Hill. Well, someone will come through. As long as you get two. You can't just have one person up there. <laughs> we had like a round table last year. I'm trying to get the same kind of vibe going. If you're the only people there and you still don't win, that'd be a bad sign. Good morning. Most courses won't be doing cart path only Thursday. Normandy will have to because most carts will have 800 pounds of sweat, oh. hair, gut, and cholesterol in them. Oh, and they'll yeah. leave ruts down the fairway. Arteries are clogged. Herb's hog. They go right down to the roots, some of those trees, <laughs> oh. yeah. Uh, Craig O'Neill says, I guess my wife and I can drive up. So there's another couple. Oh, so he's coming up for it. All right. So I just, I just Craig pencil in Craig O'Neill. I think we opened this up to a <laughs> Craig big... Craig O'Neill's the name of the anchor people. I worked with in Little Rock 24 years ago. All right. I, guess he, I didn't know he listened, but he's coming up. It sounds like he's a regular listener. Uh, can I enter the dating game with my 12-year-old cat? She's a torty and very cute. Doug, have you ever heard that term? No. Torty? Tabby? I just read what's in the prompter. It looks like torty. Remember Tories? That was part of the British uh, political party. Yeah, maybe Alan, that's what it is. She's a Tory. Alan Craig's tortoise it. name was Tordy. Yeah, um, Tordy Craig. Yeah, uh, I guess a, a cat. I don't want. I don't want animals. This is no, a it should human be, dating. Yeah, game. it should be left to uh, yeah. humans. Is that in the rules that only humans yeah. can be in the well, dating? Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens. Lesbian and gay couples absolutely welcome, but you right. got to be both human. Uh, a primate, at the very least, a primate. Yeah, you could bring I like think a that's in the rules. A, if it's I like a, a monkey or a orangutan, up. perhaps. Yeah. A little too much. What if someone brought their gerbil? No. Maybe uh, mammals. No. Maybe we'll allow all mammals. It's a mammal only. So cat would. All into that yeah, category. Yeah, cat's a man. Guys, me and my wife would love to enter the dating game. She's 5'11", blonde, and 115.1 pounds. That's from Big Tuft. Wow. That God. sounds like Plowsy. <laughs> I'm hot. You're 5'11", 115. <laughs> Guys, Bill and Bill's wife should enter. Prove me and Jackson correct. That's from KG and O-Town. That'd be great. Yeah, Bill's wife, come on through. Uh, Tim, Mark from Olive and Oak wants to know what these walruses would be potentially wearing Thursday night to his resty. For some reason, he's picturing some fat goths in bondage leathers. That's from oh. the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Oh. Someone did have a gimp mask at one of these events. Uh, caller Buzz wants to join, but he says the buzzes need a babysitter. Can Iggy watch little Buzz at the restaurant so his parents <laughs> can talk about their butt play? That's oh. from Caller Buzz. You're not babysitting, are you, Iggy? No, not strangers. Okay. We need Buzz. We need Buzz in there. Yeah, he gets uh, fingered a lot. Yeah. Oh. 
be curious what Lisa's thoughts on that are. So uh, I bet she's for it. Oh, absolutely. She doesn't kink shame, Doug. We don't kink shame. I do. I certainly do. Why wouldn't you? So you're going to call out Buzz? Well, if he's doing something that makes him a degenerate, yeah. It's illegal. Well, what if his a wife deviant? has a curious finger, and that's what her kink is, and he's being supportive of his wife by saying, my hole is your hole. Oh. Yeah. It's like oh. a human popsicle. Oh. Mm. So naughty. I'm so turned on right now. Yeah. All right, we'll break. Okay. <laughs> it's Ryan Kelly, morning after.